everyone. Welcome to another edition of the My Nights Are Booked podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and today we're going to be talking books. There are so many amazing books out right now, and I mean, it's, it's really, it never stops, right? I mean, it's, it's something that there's always new books coming out every week, but I feel like the ones that I've read this week, they're not necessarily new. Um, well, they're almost all new. They're all 2021 releases, except for one, but um, there's so many amazing stories that come out that there's just, it's like, how do you find time to read all of these books? Well, I know how I've been reading them because I've had a little bit of a, a little bit more free time on my hands than I normally have. But I feel like this is uh, it, it's just there's so many amazing books. Um, I want to start. I just want to mention um, there's a review up on mynightsarebook.com of Scarlett Sinclair's uh, King of Battle and Blood. It's out today. It's the story of Princess Isolde and King Adrian. King Adrian is the blood king, the vampire king. And Isolde decides that uh, she wants to protect her people. And in, the only way she can do that is to agree to marry to marry Adrian. And even though her father, the king, says this is a bad idea, she thinks that there's nothing else that she can do. And so she feels like this is the only way that she can protect her people and... Um, what she doesn't realize is that there's a lot of stuff kind of happening in the background and it's, it's a really compelling story. If you like fantasy, if you like, uh, vampires, if you like really steamy romance, this book has everything. And I'm really excited because it's the first book in Scarlett Sinclair's, uh, her new series. And so it's, it's setting the, the tone. It's, I, I have to admit, I'm not a huge fantasy person, but this book had me from the very beginning and I am so, I like, I can't wait to see what she does with this series. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. The next book I want to talk about is a book that is, it's the only one that isn't new. It's not, uh, it's not a 26, uh, 20 fit 21 release, but what makes it interesting is that it's, uh, so it's The Hating Game. It's by Sally Thorne. And the reason this book caught my attention this week is because I've been seeing a lot of ads for this movie that's coming out. It's The Hating Game movie um, based on the book. And so I've been seeing all of these previews on Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And so I, you know, the more research I did, I was like, how did I not read this book? And as soon as I read it, I fell in love with this book. I love this book so much. And the fact that the movie is coming out in less than two weeks is just, it's like Christmas come early. I'm so excited that I just read the book and then the movie is so soon to come out. It's just, I, I can't even stand it. Um, it's the story of Lucy Hutton and Joshua Templeton, Templeman. And um, they are the executive assistants to two CEOs who are part of a merger. And when their companies came together, they brought their their very different company cultures with them. And so uh, Lucy is working with the, the company that the, or Lucy came from the company that was kind of laid back and, and relaxed. And, you know, they had a very relaxed company culture. And Joshua's culture is, is you know, more uptight. And they're about numbers and they're about performance. And, and you know, they don't they don't have, uh, you know, they, they just they're all about business. And, you know, Lucy's got her little knickknacks on her desk and she collects Smurfs and she's nice to everybody. And they sit, their desks are facing each other in the, in the foyer of the executive office suites. 
And every day they engage in this battle of wills. And that's where the basis of the hating game is because you would think that they were going to tear each other's throats out. But what neither one of them realizes, uh, or I should say Lucy doesn't realize, is that there's a little bit more to the game than meets the eye. And uh, it's just, it's such a phenomenal story. So the, the it's coming out uh, December 10th and it's uh, it's going to be on it's going to be in theaters and on demand and i'm just oh my god i i can't i i read the book in a night cuz i couldn't stop myself and i'm i was i was glad to be through the book because i needed to know what happened but i was also really bummed out because i really can't wait like i really want to read it over and over again and i have i have gone back and looked through sections um since reading it, because I just, I, I absolutely love it. It's become an instant classic on, on, in my life. So I'm really excited. And, uh, so I'm sure we'll be talking more as soon as the book or the movie comes out. But if you haven't read it, Sally Thorne, The Hating Game is phenomenal. The other book, uh, the next book that I read this week, Jenny Holiday. And I didn't realize when I read the book, uh, the book is called Duke Actually. And when I read the book, I didn't know that it was the sequel to A Princess for Christmas. So now I'm going to go back and read A Princess for Christmas. But uh, it picks up, it, it works as a standalone novel because I, I didn't know it was it was a continuation until I was already halfway through it. So it's not like you have to have one done to read the other, but it, it might help. It might shift the way you appreciate the book or, you know, the story. Uh, but the story is about Danny Martinez, and she's a professor who is, um, she's best friends with a guy who's getting married. One of her, her friends from New York is getting married to the princess of Eldovia. And uh, in the process of their courtship, which would have happened in, in the previous book, um, she becomes acquaintances with some of the people in the princess's life. And one of those people is the Baron of Loudon. Maximilian von Hansburg, who goes by Max, and he is, uh, he's kind of known in the circles of, uh, you know, being a playboy. He was actually dating the princess at one point, but they didn't want to get married. They weren't, they were friends before they were lovers, and it was just, you know, it wasn't meant to be, and so she's finally marrying the person she was meant to be with, and now he's just kind of out trying to figure out what he's doing. He's always been it really kind of he he's been captivated by Danny and he ends up in New York and she needs a, somebody to go with her to a party. She's been trying to um, kind of recover her life after her husband cheated on her with one of their students. And, um, you know, they, since they work together, it makes it really difficult at work for her to go to Christmas parties and. So she brings Max along and he he kind of greases the skids and, and they become really good friends. The title of the book, Duke Actually, is based on the movie Love Actually because it's Christmas time and they go to Christmas parties and, and you know he's showing her kind of what it's like to live and she's you know she's just been so focused on becoming a tenured professor that she hasn't really experienced a lot of these things. And so uh you know he's he's really really interested in her, but she doesn't really see him the same way. Like they, she's enjoying the friendship and, uh, just watching them kind of figure these feelings out for each other is just, it's really special. 
And um, I, I'm, I'm very happy to know that this is a series. There's another book that's going to be coming out soon uh, that continues the series. And uh, that means that we'll get to see more from Danny and Max, but they are an adorable couple. And um, Max is someone that you, you can't help but root for. And Danny is just a, such a brilliant character. So well-rounded and resilient. And uh, she has so much depth that they really, their chemistry is just off the charts. And so I really enjoyed that one. And I think you will enjoy it as well. Um, the, the next book, it's, so it's really funny, funny story. I'm a huge Lauren Lane fan. And uh, a while back, I had bought one of her books and it was on my bookshelf. And I kind of forgot about it because I was, I was focused on some other stuff. And so I didn't, I didn't read it when I got it. Um, but then it popped up in my feed again. So I was like, you know what? I, I really need to, I, I really want to read this book. So I got it again. So I, I actually have two copies of To Sir With Love. And what I didn't realize is that they have different covers. So that's kind of why I was, I didn't stop to think about it. But if you've ever seen the movie, You've Got Mail, the, the classic, classic romantic comedy starring Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks, based on a book by, uh, or based on a book called A Shop Around the Corner. Uh, and it's, it's one of the most classic Nora Ephron movies out there. To Sir With Love is kind of a modern retelling of that story. And it follows a woman named Gracie Cooper, who is, uh, she's taken up the family champagne business. Uh, her, her father had a champagne shop in, in Midtown Manhattan. And when he passed away, he, he wanted the shop to continue. So she's been following in his footsteps. Um, business isn't great, but she's making the best of it. And she's met this person online on a dating site that's geared towards people making a connection without knowing what the other person looks like. And so they exchange emails. And so she's been exchanging emails with this person she calls sir, and he calls her lady. And they have this beautiful, beautiful friendship that, you know, gives her great pleasure. Um, but one day on the street, she runs in, literally runs into this man and she, she's like, oh my God, this man is the one except he's with somebody else. And, you know, she's, so she kind of puts that in the back of her mind and, and forgets about it. But it turns out that this man, whose name is Sebastian Andrews, he is, uh, part of a company that owns the building where her champagne shop is. And they've been trying to get her to, uh, to accept a buyout of her lease because they want to redevelop the building. And, you know, she's trying to, you know, stay firm that this is their father's business and she doesn't want to, you know, to ruin the memories that they have. And so she's, she sees Sebastian as the enemy, but over time they develop this really interesting friendship, um, you know, because of their, their connections and, and so she has this friendship building with this man online. And then she has this, this kind of weird tension fraught friendship building with, with Sebastian. And, uh, you know, one thing leads to another. And if you've seen the movie, you know how the movie ends. So it's got a similar ending, but it's just so clever and so witty and so charming that to sir with love is, is one of my favorite books that I've read just it, again, because of the sentimentality of, of loving, absolutely loving, um, you've got mail. And so if, if you like that movie, you will love to serve with love. I, I 
oh, I can't say enough about it. I loved that book. Another book that uh, that came into my life recently, um, kind of fell into my lap accidentally. It's called A Not So Meat Cute, and it's by Megan Quinn, and it's a really funny story. Um, it's it's kind of an enemies to lovers fake relationship story. Um, it's about a woman named uh, it's about a woman named Lottie, and she is kind of she's one of those people who through no fault of her own. She's just a really nice person and she's really smart and she's really talented, but she's kind of been in all the wrong situations in her life. And so she's, she was working for her best friend. who's kind of one of those stab you in the back when she wants to people. And, uh, she gets fired from her job because her best friend decides that she can find someone to do her job for less money. And so her friend just leaves her, leaves her high and dry and so she goes home and she, she lives at home with her parents, uh, her mom and her stepfather, and they're very nice people. Uh, they have a little, a little bungalow kind of on the border of Beverly Hills. So not in Beverly Hills, but right near, nearby. And so she knows what it's like. She, she didn't grow up with money, but she grew up in the circles of money. And, uh, that's, you know, that's one of the things that she kind of hated about her best friend and, you know, the, the way that her best friend acted, so she kind of half jokingly, but not really jokingly, decides to go out one night and just walk around her neighborhood in Beverly Hills uh, to run into a, a man who could be a rich husband for her. And it's it's kind of a joke until she actually runs into Huxley Kane. And he is everything that she could ever imagine. I mean, physically, he's just gorgeous. But he's kind of an ass, and there's a reason for it. Huxley had just come from a business meeting, and he's a real estate developer, you know, billionaire business mogul, and he is kind of pissed off because he was trying to seal a deal that he really, really wanted to seal, and uh, the person he was doing business with didn't really see him as the kind of person that he would want to do. He would want to do business with. And after their meeting, he runs into him on the street and he sees that he's got this, this fiance and she's pregnant and he's just a completely different person when he's with his fiance. So he decides to fib and say that he too is engaged and his fiance is also pregnant. Keep in mind, he does not have a fiance who is pregnant at home. And so it, it kind of becomes a problem for him when he realizes that this person wants to invite him over for dinner so that they can continue this conversation about business. But now he needs to find someone who can kind of fill the bill of this, uh, of this fake relationship. So when they run into each other, when Huxley and, and Stella Lottie run into each other, um, Lottie sees the opportunity and he sees the opportunity, but you know, can they actually do it? Is it something that would actually work for them? And that's, that's kind of the basis of the story because they, they do sign a contract, but then as they start to to spend more time with each other, they realize that there actually is something between them, but they can't figure out, is it, is it real or is it something that was, you know, that that's kind of being guided by this contract that they have. So it's, it's, it's an unexpectedly delightful story but it's also really absurd 
but it works so well and it's so much fun to see how they come together in the end. And so, um, that was one that I was really excited to see. I, I wasn't expecting it. And I think that's, that's usually what makes for some of the best stories is when you're not expecting a story to be the way it is. So, so yeah. Uh, the last book I want to talk to you about is Window Shopping, and this book is by Tessa Bailey, and this, again, is one of those books I wasn't expecting to read. It just kind of popped up. It's a, it's a holiday book. It came out in October, and it's the story. It's, it's very non-traditional in, in terms of, of the characters in it. The story of a woman named Stella, and she is trying to restart her life after being in prison for four years, and... Uh, you learn throughout the story why she was in prison. Um, and it was kind of a, a circumstantial thing. I won't get into why she was there, but she, you know, she owns up to being there and she owns up to what she did. And she just wants an, a, a chance to start over. And one day she's walking through the streets of New York and she stops outside of a business, a, a shopping like this, this, it's a, it, it's kind of like a Macy's, I guess, if you think about it in that, in that sense, but it's this big department store. And, uh, what she doesn't realize is that the person, there's a man standing out the, outside this, the store and he's like the embodiment of Christmas and Christmas cheer. And he's wearing a bow tie and he's devastatingly handsome and he's, he can talk a mile a minute and he's just so charming and he wants to know what she thinks of this window display. And so she gives him his honor, her honest opinion, um, you know, that it, she's not impressed by it. And she offers her opinion of what it could be. And it just so happens that they're hiring and he's like, you need to apply. The person, this, this, uh, the person that she's talking to, his name is Aiden Cook. And he is the general manager of Vivant Department Store. It's a department store that's been in his family for a long time. And, uh, he's got a whole lot of stuff going on himself, but he is on paper the most perfect book boyfriend alpha person that you could possibly imagine. You can't help but love Aiden. And he immediately has feelings for Stella that he can't figure out. He can't figure out why he feels so protective of her, but he wants to know more about her. So he doesn't get her name. He doesn't know who she is. He just hopes that she applies for this job. Now, when she applies, that's when he learns that she had been in prison because she has to put it on her job application. And he wants to look past it and he wants to, um, he, he wants to give her a chance because he knows that she's capable. You can see that she's talented. Her, it just so happens that she's always wanted to, to dress windows and, you know, she's being offered her dream job. So he wants to be very, you know, he wants to give her that opportunity. What she doesn't realize is that even though he wears these bow ties and even though he's so charming and so silly and, and, you know, almost to a, he's almost corny. Like he knows he's, he's on the border of being too corny, but in the bedroom, he's a completely different person. He's, he's, you know, very sure of himself and, you know, very attentive. And he's someone who takes care of the person he's with. But he hasn't been with anybody since before, long before the pandemic started. He's focused on his business and getting his business back because it's been struggling because of the pandemic. So there's a lot that's going on with, with Aiden. And she realizes that, um, but she doesn't see the full picture of, of what, you know, all of the, the pieces that make him who he is. 
but he wants to know all of those pieces about her. And so it's, it's a, it's a story about self-discovery. It's a, a story about accepting these differences and, and, you know, looking past things that you can't, you can't change. I mean, he can't change who he is or his upbringing and, and, you know, the complicated relationship that he has with his family. And he also, um, you know, he, he doesn't hold her past against her. And when he learns finally what she did, and what happened, he has a much better understanding of who she is as a person. And it doesn't, it doesn't scare him. It just makes him care all the more about her. So it's, it's a really wonderful story. It's another Christmas story and it's, it's perfect for this time of year. And like I said, I wasn't expecting it, but oh my God, I can't imagine not reading this story. And, uh, to be perfectly honest with you, I, I, I could not imagine not reading any of these stories. I read them and loved them instantly. And that doesn't always happen. I know I, I tend to be, you know, more of a positive person when it comes to reviewing things, but every one of these books has become an instant favorite. I, I love each and every one of them. I hope every one of them becomes a movie because I would love to see them come to life. I really think window shopping is something that would get picked up very quickly. Um, it's, it's a little too steamy for Hallmark, but I could see it going on Netflix. I could see it on passion flicks. Oh my God. It's such a great story. And, um, but they all are. And I, I think they would all make for really great movies. And I love that we live in a world where now we can imagine these books becoming movies because they can, and it, there's a, there's a market for them. And I think that's really cool. So, so yeah, so that's what I've been reading this week. And, um, I would love to know what you're reading. What are, what have you read? What are you, what are you reading? What are you look forward, looking forward to? Um, I would love to know. So hit me up, hit me up on Twitter at Sarah Beth Pollock. Leave, uh, leave comments in the reviews, uh, the review section of the podcast and, and let me know if there's something you want me to read and, and talk about, or if there's something that, that you think I should, uh, you should put, I should put on my TBR list and let me know. I would love to, uh, I'd, there's always plenty of room on the TBR, if you know what I mean. So, um, so yeah, so thank you so much for, for joining me on this, this week's book talk. And, uh, yeah, there's plenty of books to be read. So as we say around here, if you're wondering where I am, it's probably deep in a very good book. And, um, that kind of explains why I'm, you know, why my nights are booked. So thank you so much, everyone. And we'll talk to you soon.